Okay, boys, uh, it's Drew Lamp. You know who I am. Uh, we're continuing kind of our preview for the season, and I'm going to go with the American League this time around. I'm going to try to stay a little bit stricter to our, you know, 45-minute time frame I said before, but, you know, sometimes the drinks be hidden, so we'll see We'll see where we end up. Uh, let's start with the American League Central. You know, it's where, where my team is. Uh, it's probably the worst overall division in baseball this year. Uh, let's just kind of see, kind of see what we're looking at, uh, who our starters are, and who if we have any highlights. Uh, we're just gonna jump right into it with the Chicago White Sox, the arch nemesis of the Boston Red Sox. Chicago White Sox are a very, very good team. Historically, probably top four uh, of the league's history. They are a fantastic squad overall. Uh, this year, they are trotting out a very similar overall team as they have in years past. Uh, but I'll try and highlight some of the changes if there are some. Uh, looking at the rotation, they have Jared Jones, who should be a true ace. He led the AL in strikeouts the prior year. J.P. Massey who was, as Cam frequently told us, a rookie last year. Did fantastic rookie. Led the AL in strikeouts per nine, a four-war rookie. Um, one rookie of the year. Like, this guy's good. J.P. Massey's very good. Uh, Oscar Soto is 22. This will be his first year. He's another rookie. Cam, if he does well, I better see the word rookie every time he starts. Dane Dunning, old head in his 30s. John Duplanter, uh... We'll see. He had a pretty down year last year. The ratings aren't quite there, but he does throw five pitches. Always nice to see. Zach Birdie, you live by him, you die by him. We'll see how many games we get out of him this year. Uh, Zach Birdie is very hit or miss based upon how many injuries he has in a year. Uh, notably, in 2023, he threw a total of nine innings. So I think his ceiling is probably about 60 innings, but he'll be a fantastic closer for them if he can pull it off. Um, the setup guys are Cody Hewer, Ian Hamilton, both very good. The middle relief guys are all very much seasoned veterans, very good ratings, all above average across the board, good pitches. Like those guys, um, the pen's great. Pitching staff across the board uh, is pretty good. Um, I think they could, they're could. they probably going to be pretty active in the trade market if they do want to go all in and get maybe a number four or a number five guy. Looking at their lineup, it's terrifying as all ever. Um, they have two fantastic first basemen in Jake Berger and Gavin Sheets, all-time names. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, who's 37 years old, is coming back uh, at an $8.5 million AAV deal for two years. We'll see kind of what his bat looks like nowadays, but uh, if he does end up retiring or falling off a cliff, Diego Cartaya is right behind him. Um, the... Real big names in this lineup are Aloy Jimenez and Yon Moncada. Yon Moncada should be a premier third baseman. Um, he has really put together some fantastic seasons so far. Uh, his worst set year in the league uh, is a 6.1 war year, so he's he's that good. Um, six war is worth like $50 million AAV, IMO. Um, and then Aloy Jimenez, who the... The real highlight of the profile is that you're hoping this dude hits 40 home runs. The good news for Cam is that he's hit 40 home runs every single year since 2020. So he's a home run hitter. Let's hope he can keep that up for them. Um, money positions are 
Center field shortstop, as I said in the first sim, they or the first podcast, they are trotting out a second year shortstop in Isaac Pacheco. I like it. I like the profile. Uh, he'd probably be my cleanup hitter in Kansas City. Um, he's a captain. He's got home run pop. He can steal bases. He's good defensively. Isaac Pacheco, left-handed. You know, you guys know how I feel about left-handers. It's always good to see. Center field, Tyree Reed. Defensive speedster center fielder. Can hit for some contact. Uh, Second-year player. He's only 23. He's pretty young. Former first-round pick all the way back in 2021. That's what patience will get you. But he, he definitely is a starting everyday center fielder. Um, if he has a good year, we're probably looking at four war from him. Uh, down year, probably 1.5 war, mostly from that defense. So you look at catcher, shortstop, center field. They got good defenses across the board. Nice to see. Um, moving on to our next team. Uh, before I do that, I just want to say, I think um, the White Sox are probably going to win the division this year. But I'm really not walking out too far saying that. Uh, going over to the Guardians, Artie's former team, currently under the ownership of Chris. Uh, Chris, welcome to the league. If you end up listening, welcome to your first podcast. Um, what's nice about them is they're young. Uh, they are coming out of a rebuild, and the talent's there. They are should be able to turn the corner this year. They shouldn't be a very historically bad team. They have a really good bullpen. Um I like a lot of the arms in here. I don't know how much I like about Will Smith as the closer. Former Brave legend. He's a lefty, but that's nice. Uh, I don't know how much I like about that. But in terms of the young names, uh, Eddie Billings going into what should be his first full year as a starter. They have him slotted as his ace right now. First overall pick. Throws four plus pitches. Good ratings. Throws 100 miles per hour. He's a ground ball power pitcher. Love that. They got Tanner Witt. Came over with a trade in Pittsburgh all the way back in 2023. Also probably going to be his first year as a starter. Uh, He looks just fantastic. Um, Near perfect fastball, curveball, fork ball. You know, fork ball. Uh, Great stuff there. Good control. Uh, He does throw a changeup. Changeup looks mega fake right now. We'll see if that ends up hampering him. Uh, Casey Mize is his is the number three right now 28 year old really fighting through some injuries his ceiling was the moon but the injuries have kind of hampered that so we'll see kind of what happens with him um and then the four and five spot are kind of going to be a toss-up we'll see where those end up looking at the lineup uh there's going to be a lot of work to do here kind of as the season goes on Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see what happens um, in terms of young guys, Luis Angel, Luis Angel Acuna is on the squad. Uh, last year was his rookie campaign. He put together a one-and-a-half war campaign. Good defender. Uh, I love the profile as a third baseman, so it'll be interesting to see if he does slot over there at some point in the year. Um, money positions. We, we know about Trevor Story. He is good. Um, Trevor Story is probably at the back end of his campaign of being a superstar i don't think he's got that potential really anymore probably looking at a two or guy there depending on how he does defensively he's probably gonna have to slot over to third base or even first base pretty soon um center field we're looking at enrique bradfield enrique bradfield does register as a rookie 
He should be one of the better center fielders. Uh, this is a profile I like a lot. Great defensively. Fantastic speed. Good eye. Good avoid Ks. Okay contact. I'll take it. 50. Um, so at least their money positions are pretty much set. At catcher, they have one of the better American League catchers in Tyler Soderstrom. Only 45 catcher ability, but you know what? I don't care. He's got 55 home run power. You you analytics guys can, can take your information and shove it. Um... It's a really young lineup. To give you guys an example, Brian Rocchio, or Chio, whatever you want to call him, 25, he's a rookie. They're starting second baseman. I think he'll do fine. Alex, Alex Free, Planez, he's going on, what, like his second full year, I guess, starting? He's their starting right fielder. He's 26. It's a second year, or 24. It's a second year. Cleveland's coming out of the rebuild, so... Just want to highlight something really quick before I move on to my next central team. Uh, they have Ruben Tristo, who is just looking like an absolutely unreal bat. Uh, he's a top 20 prospect right now. Uh, he can play first or third base, depending on the profile. 70 home run power, 50 contact type guy. Um, just looks unbelievable. Uh, Tanner Witt and Eddie Billings, like I mentioned earlier, both top 30 players. Uh, they have a top 35 guy in Brad Bratray, uh, center fielder, unbelievable profile. Uh, Elias Rangel is another outfielder with extreme pop, top 100. Got six top 100 guys, seven in the top 110. Uh, it's really going to be interesting to see when this team starts turning the corner. I think this will be the first year where they're not bad. I don't think they'll be good, but I think in two or three years, they should be competing for at least a wild card spot. Um, looking at another team in the Central, let's go all the way over to Detroit. Chad, brother, happy to see you and your team. You guys you guys got some talent on here. I love it. Um, starting off, everybody knows one of my favorite players in the league, Nico Horner. Don't know why I love him so much. This dude's really just a, a zero to two war guy, but he's a starting everyday second baseman in the league. Um, great defender. Fantastic. He's not going to strike out much. Happy to hear. Um, one of their premier players on the team and one of the premier players in the American League is Riley Green, their starting left fielder. Uh, Riley Green's unbelievable. I think he should probably lead the American League for left field war this year. Uh, we're probably looking at a guy that'll have four to six war, depending on how many home runs he ends up hitting. Um, really, really great profile. He's a five-tool player. I love him. Um, in terms of their money positions, let's take a peek at shortstop. They're trotting out 24-year-old Jordan Carrion for the second year. Uh, last year, he hit 252 for a batting average, but somehow managed to clock in a negative 1.3 war. That's what's going to happen kind of when you are a negative 23 zone rating shortstop. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of if he can improve that or if he's going to slot over to second base long term. Does have good speed. Uh, he has the potential to steal some bags. Everybody knows how I am about that. Um, their center fielder is Josh Stowers. Josh Stowers, my scout, says he only has 60 range. Uh, the bat is good. The bat's at least average or above average in every field. So it'll be interesting to see kind of if that bat can kind of make up where he lacks defensively. Um, other players to kind of keep your eye on. Uh, I really like Michael Bush's profile. He's their DH, can play first base if needed. Just one of those guys where everything's 55 or higher. I like him. 
looking over at their pitching. Um, they got they got some pitchers, you know. A lot of these guys kind of either in their prime or the back end of their career. We're talking their all their starters are twenty seven or older. Um, their closers twenty seven. Uh, their setup guys are pretty much well in their career, pretty well established, other than Colin Welsh, who has the potential to swing. Colin Welsh might at some point might be a starter. Uh, dude's got good stuff, good control, three great pitches, 55 stamina. Could start. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, the bullpen's A-OK. Uh, it's kind of a menage of veterans and younger guys. One guy to keep your eye on is Christian Chamberlain, 26 years old, 2020 draft pick. He's put together a few a few pretty consistent years, back-to-back years of a mid-three ERA. Um, I'd like to see if he stays kind of in that long relief role and just keeps locking down a mid-three ERA, getting close to 100 innings pitched. If he does, that's, that's extremely valuable and something that you definitely want to have in the bullpen. Their ace is Alex Reyes, 31 years old. Uh, he came over with a trade in Toronto. He's got four fantastic pitches. He throws 98. Good stuff, good movement, uh, below average control. Pretty much prototypical starting pitcher in the league. Um, I like him. Uh, his nickname's A. Ray. Be interesting to see kind of how he does. Um, I don't know where the Tigers are going to end up. I think they're okay. I think that they're going to be just a-okay. We will see. I don't think that they're quite going to turn the corner yet to be a wild card contender. I think that they do have their best years ahead of them. Let's take a peek over at my Royals. Um, boy, uh, I'm going to be as unbiased as I can talking about my boys. Uh, looking at my starting pitching, I'm pretty proud. I'm trying out Goodwin, Hooper, Pardino, Alcantara, and Carlson this year. Uh, Goodwin is one of my one of the guys I've had on my radar for a while in terms of a prospect front. He was my second second round pick in 2022. Um, this is the first time he's ever going to see major league pitching, so we'll see. Justin Hooper last year was my ace, uh, Gold Glove winner, Great Glove winner, whatever the award is. Uh, so you know, love that for him. We'll see. I want him to pitch 200 innings. Uh, Sandy Alcantara should be an ace. Uh, I'm hoping that I get four ERA and like 150 innings out of him. The bullpen's an absolute fucking mess. Uh, Grant Gambrell's coming back as my closer. Uh, he kind of slotted in there the second half of last year. Last year, we'll see how he does. Christian Culpepper is good. Tyler Duffy is, I don't know, he's 35. Um, then there is just this a, a trio of Rule 5 guys <laughs> for my middle relievers. And Nick Zwack, Israel Laravano, and Eric Keynes. Uh, I'm pretty sure all three of them are fly ball or extreme fly ball, whatever. We'll see how they do. <laughs> they all have different arm slots, whatever. Uh, but the highlight is Nick Marchivicious, Nick Margie, brother. My dude's gonna gonna throw 100 innings as a long reliever. I love Margie. Um, I hope Margie stays on the team forever. He's an outspoken player. Sometimes they need that passion on a team. Uh, looking at the lineup. Uh, there's a few highlights. E.P. Reese, 70, 75 uh, I and avoid K's. Fantastic base stealer. He's my DH. I'm hoping to get 40 to 50 stolen bases out of him with an OBP close to 400. That'd be sick. Uh, everybody knows about Heston Kajorstad. Uh, he's in his prime. 
Um, just hoping and praying that I can get another five to seven war season out of him. He's going to be getting a lot of games in left field this year, uh, so I'm not sure if the war numbers will kind of back that up. Uh, Shea Langoliers is my new captain. He came over in free agency. Uh, money positions. <sighs> Mario Zabala is my opening day guy. I don't, I don't fucking know, guys. I got him off waivers from Pittsburgh. Good defensively, but this bat, this dude probably can't even hit in double A. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. So I'm probably going to call up Drew, Drew Drones after like two sems. I don't know. Um, Drew Drones is just a better overall bat with the same profile, and he's only 22. Um, shortstop, I'm trying out Taylor Walls. Taylor Walls is 29. His best seasons are all behind him. He's in arbitration. His days as a Royal are limited. I don't even think I'm going to get two war out of him this year, but it's whatever. Um, other guys to kind of highlight, Geraldo Perdomo led the American League in batting average last year in 344. I beg of you, do not look at his BABIP in 2025. Don't look at it. The BABIP is just a fake number. Nobody knows what it means. Um, and Jacob Loss, a backup first baseman. Dude's got ADI. I don't know if he can hit, but he's got ADI. He can definitely walk. Uh, I think the Royals suck this year. I hope to get wild card three. That's my pray and dream. I think I'm going to get 70 ones. Um, Standings-wise, let's take another peek at the final team of the division. That's going to be the Minnesota Twins. I <sighs> Pete overhauled this roster, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, starting pitching is just a, a menage a page of 30-year-old old heads and journeymen. Um, Jose Arquiti is probably their best overall pitcher. He'll probably be an ace in Kansas City, so I can't knock it too much. He'll probably end up about two war. Um, the bullpen, I don't know. I really don't. Um, a lot of these guys are also in their twilight years. Um, literally, the youngest one is 29. Um, I guess Kyle Doe is somebody that's interesting. He's got 80 stuff. 370 plus pitches um it, i don't know the the pitching's just a mess i think that they have one of the worst pitching staffs in the american league right now just because it, there's so many question marks um the lineup uh looking at the cleanup bat they got michael toglia he's a switch hitting gold glove level first baseman he's okay it's 2024 campaign he was a four war guy uh, 2025, he was a one-war guy. We'll see what 2026 has for him. Uh, Nick Castellanos, a royal legend. Uh, we're talking about one of the better, one of the few guys to hit 500 slugging in a Royals jersey. Hey, can't look it up. Nobody knows. Um, he's on the team. Love that. Luis Arias definitely should be on your watch for the American League batting average every single year one concerning thing about him is his injury proneness is quite literally wrecked and he can also not feel the baseball uh the crown jewel of their roster is really royce lewis who is one of the better starting shortstops in the american league he should be a four to five war guy just about every year just because of how dearth we are of talent at that position and their corner outfielder in jj bladet jj bladet I'm probably going to say he's a three-war guy. Uh, the contact does leave a little bit to be desired, but uh, the rest of the profile is at least above average. Um, outside of that, other guys to kind of write home about. Alex Kirillov, pretty good right fielder. 
Um, good contact, good everything across the board. And then kind of the guy to keep your eye on is Jefferson Espinal, center fielder. He's going to get his first real extended playing time this year um, as their everyday starter in center field. Should be one of the better center fielders in the American League just because it's another money position and there's not much talent there in this league. Um, yeah, that's the Twins. Um, I think the thing for them to think about is that they sold almost all their talent and now they have 30 top 500 prospects. Uh, they have the number three and number four prospect in baseball. So we'll see kind of how their rebuild goes. They're quite literally in the middle of it. Uh, my hot take in this division is that no team wins 85 games. I think the White Sox are going to win it with like 83 or 84 games. I don't think I don't think anybody's even going to sniff 90. I think 85 is kind of our ceiling. I think both the East and the West are just extremely leagues better than us. Um, let's hop over to the AL West. Another one of those super exciting divisions. Uh, so let's start with Seattle, one of those teams that are still in their rebuild, slowly coming out of it now. Their pitching is kind of across the board, combination of veterans and young guys. Uh, looks to me like the bullpen's a little bit more seasoned. A lot of the guys are at least 25 or older, which is nice. Their closer is Luis Garcia. Uh, he could swing, could be an emergency starter. Looks like they're slotting him in as a closer. I like that. He's got high stuff. Uh, their ace is Cole Dunsing. Dunsing, whatever you want to call it. He's good. Cole Dunsing's good. Uh, his ratings leave stuff to be desired, but for a waiver claim all the way back in 2024, his stats leave not much to be desired, dudes. Like a 3.5 ERA type guy. Um, rest of the starter pitchers, uh, the profiles are interesting, if not better than Dunsing. It'll be interesting to kind of see if Roel Ramirez, Willie Weiss. Willie Weiss is has a great profile. Dude throws five pitches. Um, Nate Savino, 24. Interesting to see if he puts it together. And Joey Yancey, 25. Joey Yancey throws five pitches, but that circle change got a long way to go. Um, concerning thing for him is if he'll give up home runs or control. Uh, they're really trotting out a young starting pitching core with a seasoned bullpen. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much of a leash those starters get, um, just kind of being pretty new to the game. Uh, looking at their lineup, uh, their DH is Luke Voigt, and he's their cleanup hitter. 35-year-old Luke Voigt came over in free agency this past year. Um, so that'll kind of give you an idea of, of what their lineup's looking at. Um, this lineup is going to not only rely, but it is going to be powered by Jared Kalenic, who is and absolutely should be on the short list for American League MVP. Um, Jared Kalenic is a... I'm not going to mince words here. He is a superstar. Um, if I was given a one-to-one -one trade of Kalenic for Kajerstad, I'd have to really think about it. He's fantastic. Um, he should retire in Seattle. He's that good. Um, his range is fantastic. Eyes fantastic. Contact's great. He's going to hit 30 home runs. He's probably going to steal 20 bases. Just that good of a player. He's, he's going to be their driving force for the lineup. Uh, he is playing right field. So looking at their money positions, they have Noah Smith at shortstop, one of the best defensive shortstops in the league. He's got 80 infield range. This dude is worth his weight in gold. Former first-round pick, probably because of that range. Uh, he can also steal bags, so if he gets on base, he is a threat. 
Uh, Noah Smith should be wrapped in bubble wrap, and he should also be one of those guys that stays with Seattle for a long, long time. Center field, there's a lot to be desired. Uh, Vitor Watabe, uh, 24-year-old, only has 60 outfield range. Really nice profile if he can put the bat together. Um, good contact, good eye, and great avoid Ks, can steal base, good base running. Dude can sack a bunt. Good small guy, small ball guy. Definitely need some of those in your lineup if you're looking to get some bunts. Well, I don't quite know if the bat profile is going to make up for the where he lacks defensively. Um, in 2025, he had about 400 innings, which is about 45 games in center field. Only negative two zone rating in center. That's not bad. So we'll see if kind of that's his if that's his floor. He'll be a fantastic center fielder. I'm worried his floor is a lot lower. Um, and then Evan White is one of those quirky guys. He somehow made an all-star game in 2024. And then uh, last year he put together an almost similar season, but had less, like two or less than that just because the strikeouts went way up. Should have some pretty high season-to-season variants there. Um, the Mariners are a team that's still, in my opinion, in their rebuild, slowly coming out of it. Uh, what they need help in is just their their pitching has to have some type of additional direction. Let's hope those young guys can perform. And it'll be interesting to kind of see where the bats end up. I think Seattle has the potential to probably win about 70 games. I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the American League like we have seen them. Um, I think that there's some teams in the Central that my team included that are potentially worse. Uh, looking at the Astros, one of our super teams, um, uh, we're talking about a lineup that is terrifying, one through nine. Uh, every single player on this team is unbelievable. Uh, they did lose their starting shortstop in spring training for an extended period of time. So Steven Lameas is their starting shortstop. Very good, extremely great defensively. He can run, he can hit, he's not going to strike out much. Uh, he is 30, so we'll see how how much gas he's got in the tank. Their center fielder is Joe Adele, who should be on the short list for uh, best center fielder in the American League. Uh, probably going to get 6-7 to seven war. He's been all around the league so far. Um, he's bounced around a few times, but he's unbelievable. Joe Adele should be fantastic. But the big acquisition was in 2025, they reached out to Los Angeles, and they snagged Cody Bellinger. Um, Cody Bellinger is putting up goofy, <laughs> you hook silly video game ass numbers in the league. I don't think he's quite the like 10 war player he used to be, but his floor is probably six or seven war um, in right field. He's just a superstar. I don't think he's the best player anymore just because of the position he plays, but in terms of pure productivity in the bat, just unbelievable. Um, and when you think about pure productivity in the bat, they have Christian Pena, um, who won the MVP last year as a first base DH type. Uh, he's looking at back to back years, having over a one dot OPS leading the American league in OPS and slugging. Uh, his home run totals were 23, 43, 54. If he stays on trend there, Pena has the potential to hit 60 home runs. Uh, it's just the dream bat profile. It's got 80 contact, 75 power, 65 discipline, 65 eye, what I mean, 65 avoid Ks. Um, and Cody Bellinger's hitting behind him, so that's one hell of an insurance. 
hitting in front of him is also just the dream profile on Alex Bregman. Um, and then one of the quirky things is that Brian's got Kiebert Ruiz, his catcher, one of the most interesting positions. Kiebert Ruiz is unbelievable, by the way. Should be on the short list for top catchers in the league. Um, he's leading off. <laughs> Lead off catcher in 2026, huh? Look at the meta in baseball changing. Um, but you think about that, that means we're talking about Kiebert Ruiz, superstar, Alex Bregman, superstar, Christian Pena, MVP candidate, Cody Bellinger, MVP candidate, uh, Joe Adele, MVP candidate, uh, as their one through five, and then their six is Joey Gallo, one of the very few guys with 80-grade home run power and a gold-glove corner defender. First baseman is Guan Peju. Uh, they went out and got him all the way back in 2022. Um, he's good. Good first baseman. Uh, the middle infield's kind of the only weakness on the team. Uh, looking at the pitching, they had Matt Manning, um, who won the 2024 Cy Young, the Tiger legend, Matt Manning. Um, he's he's really good. Um, I don't quite know if he's going to be Cy Young caliber like he was back then, but his floor is probably 3.75 ERA and 4 war. Uh, old head James Paxson, he's 37, still still throwing, standing on the rubber. Tarek Skubal, uh, unmotivated personality type. One of the better stuff lefties we got in the league. Be interesting to see how he does this year after a pretty solid 2025. Zach Maxwell, 25-year-old superstar, young stud. Uh, his ceiling is ace Cy Young contender. Um, second year of him starting. He throws 100, four fantastic, unbelievable pitches. Stuff, movement, and control all looking like above average. Really, really good profile. Um, looking at the pen, uh, Blake Taylor should be one of the better closers, uh, above average stuff and movement and control, uh, if not plus plus there. Brian loves his Taiwanese players. He also has Shi Lang Shu, um, who's just an 80 stuff reliever. Love that. Uh, the rest of the pen, we're looking at a bunch of guys with some high stuff, kind of headed by Austin Adams, who's another 80 stuff reliever. Um, not quite sure how the long relievers and Caleb Ferguson kind of slot in here. Caleb Ferguson uh, really should be throwing like 100 innings. Uh, it's just going to be interesting to kind of see how a lefty like him kind of slots into the stacked pitching staff. Um, the Astros are a super team. They're fantastic. I think they're going to win 100 games, if not more. Um, looking at their main competition in the division i'm looking at the rangers where you can't really have much of an opposite build um the rangers have rather than kind of go out and get guys through trade or free agency have really built it up from the farm um a lot of these guys are still super super young i'm talking 25 or younger so they aren't just coming out of their rebuild they're probably hitting into what their build is um, to give you guys an idea, just looking at their starting nine, uh, the only guys that are 25 or older are their third baseman, Anderson Tejada, who's who's pretty good, and Jeff McNeil, a uh, former Pirate. Um, everybody else is 25 or younger. Uh, just to highlight some of these guys, Hudson Head, fantastic profile, can hit, walk, steal. Uh, corner outfielder Robert Gonzalez, probably going to hit 35-plus home runs this year. Probably a four-war guy now that he's seasoned. Zion Bannister, um, 
fuck, Zion Bannister could be like a seven war guy if he doesn't get hurt. Zion Bannister's so good. It's their starting center fielder, 70 grade outrange, 70 grade center fielder, unbelievable speed, uh, fantastic bat for a center fielder. Love, love, love Zion Bannister. He's their cleanup hitter right now, and he's also a switch hitter. Love that. Uh, so they have that for one money position, and then probably not to be eclipsed there. Their other money position, shortstop, Maximo Acosta. Holy shit, Tyler. What a profile. This dude's going to give Luke Leto a run for his money for best shortstop in the league. 75 grade defensive shortstop. 55 contact, gap, home run, and eye. Uh, unbelievable speed. Could probably bag 50 stolen bases if you give him the green light. You got to give him the green light. I know the sabermetrics don't say it. I'm, I, I'm sorry. You got, just, just let him run. Let the boy run. He's got the legs. See the legs on this kid? You can teach him to hit. You can teach him to field. You can't teach him to run, my grandfather used to say. This dude's a superstar. Uh, Maximo Acosta's unbelievable. So Zion Bannister and Maximo Acosta for money positions of center field and shortstop, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a better duo um, in the American League of those two guys. Um... Yeah, no, it's a very, very good, very, very solid team. Um, Oswald Peraza uh, is maxing up with Maximo Acosta in the the middle infield. He's probably on the shortlist for Gold Glove if he plays every game this year for second base. Um, probably be like a three-war guy. Um, so I love their lineup. It's great defensively, going to hit for average. There's some guys here that can hit for some pop. Uh, their catcher is Antonio Gomez who is probably the only guy that has 80 catcher arms, so don't run on Texas. Uh, go to church this Sunday and repent to whatever priest you say and say, I will not run on Antonio Gomez, and then make sure you don't run against Texas. In terms of pitching, um, Bobby Bradford is their 2024 first-round pick. Dude could be another one of those young Cy Young contenders. Uh, it looks to me like he is getting his first real shot um, opening day. And he pitched quite a bit. He pitched about 80 innings last year, but he's getting his first real shot kind of an opening day starter. I think he's probably going to end up probably about three war. He's really, really good. Uh, fastball sinker circle change. So no real strikeout pitch other than that changeup. But the ratings are all there. Um, Lance McCullers Jr. is putting together quite a sim. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. since since 2020, he's bounced around a little bit. It was in Colorado, shout out Coors. And then over here in Texas, dude led the American League with 19 wins in 2024. Turned around, come back in 2025, led the American League in losses with 16. Still a two-war. Um, his floor is probably like a four-and-a-half ERA guy, probably like three-war. Uh, and his ceiling is... Like three ERA, five WAR. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. is really, really good. Um, another guy to keep your eye on is Hans Kraus, 27 year old. He's pretty seasoned at this point. He should be in his prime. Uh, above average ratings across the board. Uh, looks like the changeup just kind of sucks. Whatever. He's got three good pitches other than that. Um, JT Ginn, a former bullpenner, uh, looks like he's going to slot over to the starting rotation for the second year in a row uh, was their closer for a year and now after a good year in 2025 you're going to see how he does 
Um, their closer is Kevin Ginkle, uh, taking over the job full-time. Good ratings across the board. Everything's 55 or higher. Three pitches, fastball, curveball, changeup, like him. Um, in terms of the rest of the pen, other guys to kind of keep your eye on. Let's see here. Who do we got? These guys are just good bullpen arms. God, there's really no real weaknesses here. These guys are all like 55 to 65 stuff. Nobody has really like 35 or lower control. Everybody's just really solid. I guess somebody I'll highlight is Joe Barlow. Uh, one of their setup guys throws fastball curveball combo. Fantastic. He had a 1.91 ERA last year. So he's really good. Um, just something to think about when it comes to the Rangers is that they are coming out of their rebuild to kind of see what their build is going to end up being. And one thing that just absolutely sucks is that Ronnie Henriquez um, tore his rotator cuff and he was just one of the young superstars in the league. Uh, dude was in 36 games in 2024, um, and he had a 0.88 ERA. Um, in 2025, he tore his rotator cuff, and then in the offseason, he got another setback of 15 months. So we're talking about a guy that's probably not going to pitch in a Rangers uniform for like two and a half years. It'll be interesting to kind of see what he has left and kind of what he can still do come age 26 and not actually taking the mound since that electric 2024 rookie campaign. Uh, just that's baseball, huh? I think the Rangers are the only team in the West that can really go toe to toe with the Astros. Um, my hot take for them is that they end up making the American league championship series carried behind Zion Bannister and Maximo Acosta, the young stud duo. Um, I think that they're both going to be unbelievable. Uh, let's kind of see where we can go from the Rangers. Um, like I said, very, very good team. I'd love to go over to Oakland. Um, Oakland in 2024 was a 90-plus win team competing for a wild card and also the division. Um, be interested to kind of see where they go this year um in terms of the lineup i love 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 brian Bolevas, brian Bolevas, whatever you sure um just gold glove potential as a corner outfielder fantastic profile in terms of contact gap eye and avoid k's quintessential royal profile really love him um, in terms of other highlights, they got Drew Waters, who's been just just knocking doubles in the gap, really, his whole time in Oakland. Uh, last year, he was a four-war guy. I think his ceiling's even higher than that in that big, spacious park. He's a switch-hitting defensive outfielder with some pop. Uh, I think he could probably be a five-war guy this week, this year if it keeps trending upwards. Um, one of the best baseball names in the league, Ju Song. Uh, Taiwanese as well. Uh, every time he hits a home run, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you pronounce that? That's the way I'm going to try and pronounce it. Um, his ceiling's probably a two and a half four guy knocking 30 home runs. Money positions. Uh, we're looking at Nick Ahmed. You guys know what I'm going to say about Nick Ahmed. Royal legend. One year in the Royal Blue. Uh, Probably like a, a 650 OPS guy. Good defense. That's what matters. Nick Ahmed, starting Kansas City Royal for like a million dollars a year for good defense. 
He is over in Oakland for $5 million a year for good defense. That's his job. Um, their center fielder is Mizell Urbina, uh, who is just fantastic. He's really, really good. Um, it's funny looking at these teams' center fielders and shortstops. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get one of these. Um, they went out and got him all the way back in 2020, and Ray has been really patient kind of seeing his development. Um, he came up in 2023. Uh, every day starting in 2024 and 2025, between those two years, he has seven war. Just great defense. Uh, 55 contact, 70-plus uh, speed, fantastic base running, 60 eye and 70 range. Super rare combo. Dude is very, very good. Um, other highlights in terms of the lineup, um, they have Nick Allen, who is a gold glove caliber second baseman. One of those second basemen going to hit for average and OBP and steal some bags, but really you're never going to see a home run out of him. And then one of them other sabermetric uh, catchers um, in Carlos Herrera. Uh, Carlos Herrera is probably going to be taking his first year really getting full-time starts now that Christian Vasquez is aging out of being able to hit a baseball. Um, they went out and got Vasquez uh, this past offseason. He's definitely at the back end of his career. Um, but he is a captain. He is an 80-grade defensive catcher, whatever you want to make of that. Um, <laughs> catcher ability, am I right? Um, so Carlos Herrera is probably going to get the majority of the starts at only 23 years of age. He's a 65 ability, 70-grade catcher. Um, probably a 2-3 war guy. Um, Oakland at the Coliseum, a massive ballpark. Uh, fly ball pitchers do great here. And what's fantastic and super cool to see about Ray's team is that they are young in terms of starting pitching and some of the key bullpen guys. Um, at least for what I can see, they don't have a closer. It's just all middle relievers. Let's see how it shakes up. Um, the starters for the five are 25 or younger. Carl Hartman, literally a Cy Young winner, won the Cy Young last year. He's that good. Uh, Carl Hartman's fantastic. He is the flyball version of Kyle Wright. Um, John Pittman, 23 years old, going into his rookie year. I think he could be better than Hartman. This dude's stats are unbelievable. The only thing is he's an extreme ground ball guy. So completely opposite profile we're talking 65 or 60 plus everything and then 75 movement uh, and he's gonna throw 98 in a fastball sinker splitter combo looking at their threes and fours uh adam Kloffenstein is their three led the american league losses last year at 16 he's more than serviceable though i think he's probably a uh, uh, two to three war pitcher. Uh, his floor is five ERA, like 180 innings pitched. I'll take him. Uh, Carlos Perez. I don't know what to say about Carlos Perez. He's he's 24, so he's young. Good stuff. Acceptable movement. Below average control. Three plus plus pitches. Uh, good good speed on the fastball. Good to see. Throws with the right hand. You know, I, I'm pretty sussy on that one. Um, the bullpen. It's, Ray, when you know what you're doing with the bullpen, please let me know. Um, 
guess the guy I will highlight is Jose LeCleric. They went out and got him this past offseason. Iron Man injury proneness, super rare, making one eight million dollars for one year. Um, Jose LeClaire's been kind of a journeyman hopping around through a bunch of teams. I said some bad relief years, some good relief years. I think he's still still pretty good. Uh, Helcris Oliveras would love to see if he ends up making the jump from reliever to starter this year. Has the profile to be a swingman with great stuff, just not everything you want to see in terms of a starter. Um, 23-year-old uh, Jeremy Miharaz. Miharaz. Jeremy Mijaraz. Mijaraz. Yeah, Jeremy Mijaraz. Uh, he is fantastic. Unbelievable. If this dude did 50 stamina, he'd be on the short list for Cy Young. Uh, 70 stuff, 50 movement, 65 control, 70 fastball, 75 slider, 75 changeup. Unreal. Uh, IMO, he should be their closer. Uh, it'll be interesting kind of see how everybody else kind of slots in this year. Um, rest of the bullpen, not too, too much to kind of write home about. Some interesting guys, some guys that are peculiar. Nobody that's really gonna be a superstar. Um, I like the I like the A's. They're young. Um, they're in this weird dichotomy of their bats are kind of both in their prime or young, and then their pitching is just all really young. It'll be interesting to see kind of where they are in two years and see kind of how they compare with more of the Rangers than, than the Astros. Um, the Astros window aging out in kind of two years is where you're going to start looking at to see if the Rangers and Athletics can kind of suck into that vacuum of who's going to lead that division. I think both teams could have a, a, a real shot at going for a wildcard spot this year. Yeah, and let's uh, go over to the Angels and take a peek at them. Um, the Angels are another one of these teams where they're pretty young, uh, with a few veterans sprinkled in to kind of solidify the roster. And kind of their high-profile guys are absolutely their shortstop. Marcelo Mayer, who should be on just everybody's radar, is a top-three shortstop IMO. He's just unbelievable. 70-grade range, 60 contact, 55 home run power. Uh, his ceiling really is like six war, if not higher than that, depending on how many home runs he hits. And uh, their right fielder, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, if you have not looked at the profile, you might be like, oh, what do you mean? 65 home run power. He's okay. Julio Rodriguez is a superstar. Do not mince my words. Julio Rodriguez at 23 hit 40 home runs. This dude's going to hit 50 home runs this year. Julio Rodriguez is very, very good. And he's one of the best corner outfielders in the league, not nonetheless his division. He's very good. Um, we covered the money position in Marcelo Mayer. Looking at their other money position, center field, Brandon Marsh. Uh, bat is average, but I will take an average bat in center field. He's coming off a 4.4 war year last year. With a 784 OPS, led by his ability to hit doubles and get on base. Uh, he can also steal bags with the best of them. I I, I like Brandon Marsh. I, I like him a lot. He's signed on for three more years with two team options. I think he's sick. Uh, good for Brandon Marsh. It's a good duo, Brandon Marsh and Marcelo Mayer. Uh, the rest of the lineup, um, 
it's really a grab bag of guys depending on where you want to look uh, I want to look to see who's pairing with Marcelo Mayer specifically Noel V Marte second baseman uh, could be a gold glove second baseman he looks really good I like Noel V Marte uh, Noel V Marte came over all the way back in 2023 average bat nothing really to write home about in terms of the bat but he can steal bases and he can run the bases with the best of them and he's a fantastic defender so they have a great middle infield there. Uh, looking over to third base, they have Levon Soto, who is a really good... Uh, the profile says he's a really good third baseman. Um, I don't know how much time he's really gotten at third base so far. It looks like this is his first year of really slotting into third base. Let's see how he does. Um, but if you think about a second, third, and shortstop, that's a very, very good defensive infield. Um and then you think about their first baseman being Josh Young, who's a 70-grade first baseman. It's awesome. Uh, catcher is Kyle Teal. Prototypical catcher profile. Uh, this guy, probably, if I had to give him an overall rating, he's definitely a like a 50 on the money. He looks average in terms of a catcher across the board. Uh, his backup this year used to be the starter, Kimball Schuster. Kimball Scheister, Schuster, Schuster. Oh, there it is. Kimball Schusler. Kimball Schusler started last year, and he's got 65 catcher ability. It'll be interesting to kind of see what their split is between uh, Kimball Schusler and Kyle Teal to see if they each end up with like 81 games this year, kind of starting as catcher. Um, they're pretty much prototypical. They could probably platoon the position, if I'm being honest with you. Um, Looking at their pitching, their pitching is interesting because they are split between veterans and really young guys. By veterans, I mean guys like probably 27, a little bit older than that. Uh, definitely highlighted by the young buck and Sixto Sanchez. Sixto's bounced around a ton in this league. I'm shocked at how much he's been moved around. Sixto was in Miami in 2020, Toronto in 2021, shout out Gamma. Uh, then he went to 2024 in Arizona, shout out Gamma. Then he went to Los Angeles last year. I think Sixto's great. Sixto's fantastic. He's a really good pitcher. I think his ceiling's like, uh, what, like uh, 150 innings and like a, a four-war guy? I think he's really good. I think Sixto will be more than fine as an ace. Uh, they have Blake Walston, 24-year-old, young buck, coming into his second year, kind of his full-time starting. Um, we'll see how he does. Throws 99, he's a lefty, good profile for a lefty, good personality ratings, I like him. He has Aaron Hernandez, no, not that one. This Aaron Hernandez does not own a gun, so I hear. Um, what's interesting about this guy is that like the pitches themselves are all electric. He throws four pitches, a insane fastball, uh, a wipeout slider, a 12-6 off the map curveball, and a fantastic changeup, but the ratings aren't there. Like the stuff, the movement controls 60-50-50. It's just interesting whenever I see a profile like this. Um, and then their four guy is Ryan Bruno, 24-year-old. Uh, looks to be like one of those guys can strike out 10 but walk five per nine. Be interesting to see how he does. Uh, Chris Rodriguez, we'll see what he ends up as, too. In terms of a closer, Aneurys Zabala, Aneurys Zabala, Aneurysm Zabala. Uh, coming off of just an unbelievable 2025, 
ERA underneath one. Dude allowed four runs and 38 innings pitched with the Angels. That's unreal. Um, if that's the case, he should be one of the best relievers in the league. Uh, I'd be more than happy and pressed to have him. Um, other guys to highlight, Trey Winger, 80 stuff reliever. He's a sidearm right-handed pitcher. So if you're a right-handed batter, just don't even try swinging the baseball bat. 80-grade uh, stuff, 80-grade fastball, 80-grade slider. Fantastic, fantastic profile. Um, the middle relievers are spotty. Uh, but I do want to shout out former Bird Gang member D.L. Hall. Uh, formerly a top 100 guy, if I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this dude used to be, like, top 50 in terms of the pipeline. Like, he used to be really, really highly toted. Um, and now he's a bullpenner in Los Angeles. Um, it just goes to show, kind of, like, prospects can be whack sometimes. He's a lefty. Love that. Um, what's his height? Six foot two, huh? What do we guys think about a six foot two left hander? I don't know. Deal Hall. I don't. Know. Jury's still out, brother. We'll see what your age twenty seven season does. Just don't have a seven ERA or get hurt really bad. I'll, I'll revisit you, Deal Hall. Um, I guess my hot take for the AL West is that the Texas Rangers win the division. Um, I think the Astros are a super team. I think the Rangers are coming into their form. I think the Astros should win 100 games. But I think um, my hot take is that the Rangers overperform. Their guys all turn into superstars this year. Everybody overperforms what they've done so far. And they get, like, I don't know, like 98 wins and they win the division by a game. Um, and then I think that no other team in this division kind of has less than 70 wins. I think that the floor in this division's way higher than it has been in recent years. Um, super solid division. It's going to be really, really, really fun to watch um, for the next few years, though, looking at uh, the Rangers and the Athletics kind of go at it. Wow, I'm already at 53 minutes, huh? God, i got to speed these up. Uh, oh, well, you guys got a lot of detail. Uh, let's look at the AL East. Uh, I might just blow this out and talk forever, if that's the case. AL East, let's go to Toronto. DC, brother, DC, welcome back, my man. You have, you're one of the few GMs here that has a ring. I can't believe the profile picture doesn't have a ring in it. It's unbelievable. You're just out here, oh, I'm, I'm the GM of the, of the Toronto Blue Jays. No, brother, you've won a World Series. Put the ring on. Put the ring on. Strut it. It's fine. I'd, I'd be happy with it. Blue Jays, intriguing team. Um, Vlad Guerrero, we know what he can do. <laughs> I don't have to really dig into him. Um, in terms of their money positions, Trent Grisham, interesting, interesting center field pick. Um, former, former Cincinnati Red. Uh, he had some unbelievable years in, in Cincinnati, seven war type seasons. Um, I don't really know what the profile will do long term in center field, but you know the bat's the bat's good, so it might make up for wherever he's lacking in terms of in terms of defense. Shortstop, he has uh, Adenso Reyes, who if might be the best defensive shortstop in in the league. Uh, dude's gonna get you three WAR defensive alone. 
and he's and he's good on the bat too. He's either average or just below average across the board there. Fantastic one-two punch there. If Trent Grisham's bat makes up for his defense and Reyes's defense makes up for his bat. Um, other interesting guys, they went out and they got Zach McKinstry. I love him. This contract is a a steal. Zach McKinstry for three years at $8 million. Unbelievable. I cannot believe this dude signed that. That is, if he's a two-or guy, they're saving money. Um, Carter Keboom, they went out and got him last year. Uh, Keboom led uh, <laughs> the Netherlands in the World Baseball Classic in terms of war. Uh, he had like a four, like a 500 batting average. I don't know. It's odd. Um, Dylan Carlson, good bat. He was a three-war guy last year. Like the Blue Jays lineup. Looking at their pitching, uh, absolutely the headline here is in Hugh Smith. Uh, Hugh Smith should be making the jump now if he hadn't the prior year, but he came over in the offseason um, with a trade from Detroit after a good year there. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he can really put it together uh, up north. Uh, Jacob Heatherly, uh, a former Royal. Jacob Heatherly spent a few years there. This is going to be his first year where he looks like he's slotting into the rotation. I'd be interested to kind of see how Jacob Heatherly does, um, at least up north. Um, closers, Ty Tice. Ty Tice is above average everywhere. That's A-OK. -okay. I don't see anything that's going to really wipe batters out, but last year he had 2.34 ERA, so what do I know? Um, other highlights, let's see here. Jake Etter, ooh, interesting profile. 80-grade curveball. Let's go, Jake Etter, like that. Luke Little, 80-grade stuff. Oh, my goodness, this guy could swing. If Luke Little figures out how to throw a strike, oh, my goodness, second year, 2.69 ERA is rookie year. If this dude figures out how to not walk five batters per nine, he's going to be like a Cy Young candidate. Oh, my goodness, 100-plus velocity? What is this? Is this Luke Little? Hello? Who are you? Put him on your list, everybody. He's a lefty, too. Oh, my goodness. He's got 80-grade stuff versus right-handers and left-handers. Ooh, Luke Little. You're exciting. Connor Prelip. Prelip. 25-year-old former first-round pick. Uh, last year, bullpen piece uh, for exactly 9.1 9 innings. Definitely can swing. Be interesting to see if he makes the rotation sometime this year. I like the Blue Jays. I think they're a good team. I think they're exactly good. I think 500 is kind of their ceiling. They're not extravagant, and they play in a very difficult division. Okay. It's time for me to talk about my favorite IRL team. Uh, about three beers deep into this now. I'm going to talk about the Yankees. The New York Yankees, you know? Everybody's favorite. You, got, you came to me asked for a favor. You want me to pay the luxury tax for revenue sharing? You need revenue sharing? Well, you know, Kansas City, you're a small market. How about you market better? How about your market gets bigger? How about you understand the grind we do in the Bronx? The New York Yankees. The New York Yankees made the playoffs after probably the single worst year in Yankees franchise history uh, the year prior. Uh, they had a, a 40... Like 38, 30, like a, something that swing, like 40 games they swung uh, from the year prior to the year after. So 2024 to 2025, these guys all have like five war ratings. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's, 
Gary Sanchez. Y'all been talking to me about, oh, catcher ability, it's so important. It's going to lower ERAs. Gary Sanchez doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. You know what Gary Sanchez is going to do? He's going to be on the Yankees. He's going to have a selfish personality trait. He's going to have 70 home run power. He's going to have a 45 catcher ability. And he's going to knock 30 home runs playing 100 games. Gary Sanchez says, oh, look at my catcher ability. You think I could stop a pass ball? He says no. He simply says, I'm going to take your pass ball, and the Kraken is going to knock it into the short porch. Um... I, 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 he's so funny. This dude hit 209, but he had 37 home runs. Uh, what are his career fielding stats? You ever been a positive defensive catcher? No, you haven't. That's since 2020. Oh, my goodness. Gary Sanchez. Uh, one of the most expensive contracts uh, in the league. Uh, signed by our former Yankees GM and then, then retired promptly that offseason. But he, Gary Sanchez, a three-war power catcher, he might be worth it. I don't know. 33. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, the rest of the lineup, it looks like they're going all in on power. Glaber Torres is finally slotting into DH after having... I don't have the notes in front of me, but it has to be the, the single worst defensive <laughs> performance ever at shortstop last year with a negative 23 zone rating. Um, I expect to see Glaber Torres' war go from... Uh, 3.6 to a little bit higher than that. I'm expecting probably a 3 war, but as a DH, which will be equally as good. Anthony Volpe is slotting in as their everyday second baseman. The young captain, I like his profile. Good defense, uh, should get on base. They probably need that. Alex Verdugo, where'd this dude come from last year, huh, guys? Anybody anybody watch Verdugo's stats? Is that the only one? Verdugo fucking put up five war. Where's this coming from? Dude dude went to the Bronx. He's a, he's a former former Boston Red Sox. Went to the Bronx and was like, nah, I'm the best hitter in the American League. Uh, if he can keep that up, good for him. It'll be worth every cent of that contract. He just had a fantastic year the prior year. Um, Aaron Judge is not regressed too much in terms of his overall ratings. He is striking out quite a bit more, but he's still hitting 30 home runs. Um, and then Gary Sanchez. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about him enough, actually. Um, everybody talks about the like the Twitter and the Reddit memes of like the the Chad this and the Virgin this. I think um, eighty catcher ability is is the Virgin like the safe play. Like I want my pitchers to perform better. Um, I want to play it safe, knowing that my uh, the other team's going to perform perform worse. It's like putting an 80-grade uh, shortstop in being like, the defense is okay as long as he doesn't get a hit. I think the power play, the real big brain strat, is is knowing that even with your 80-grade catcher, giving up four and a half runs or giving up five runs is the same thing when you're only going to score two runs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think... Having a guy like Gary Sanchez, you know, maybe he's going to score you two runs a game. Be sick. So I think that might be the difference, you know. If my team's only going to score, uh, talking about my team literally, the Royals, only going to score two runs a game, I don't give a shit if my catcher is preventing the opposite team from scoring 
five to six. I, I give a shit if my team's gonna end up scoring two to four. Give us a chance. Get to the bullpen. Um, pitching wise, their closer is a Bao Zhang. Uh, Bao Zhang was an international free agent, signed a $59 million six year contract with the Yankees. One of the more expensive international guys that we just had sign up for during our free agency period period. He should be worth every 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 cent. He's really, really fucking good. 80 grade stuff, 60 movement, 60 control, 80 fastball, 75 curveball. Throws 101 over the pot over the top ground ball power pitcher. Love that. Uh, 23-year-old Fraudy Maldonado, uh, rookie campaign, could start at some point, maybe. It'd be interesting to see. Currently a lefty setup guy for them. Really fantastic profile. Love him. Michael King slotted over to the pen, uh, kind of full-time since his 20, 24 years pitching in Scranton when he was a starter. Uh, he's a serviceable pen guy. It's kind of cool to see. Uh, normally we see him in online leagues slot in as a highly toted starter, but if he's good in the pen, he's 30, ride that ride that roll out. Luis Heel, Luis Gill, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Luis Heel. I've heard it IRL. Could start another one of the swingman types. Uh, probably way better in the pen. I like him in the pen for the Yankees. Uh, Chad Green, his name's Chad. Not much more to say about that. Coming off a dismal 6.39 in 2025. I do not expect that to repeat. Um, Blake Cedarland, what a fucking profile for a pitcher. Oh my god, Blake Cedarland's so good. Um, sinker slider combo, 65 stuff, 70 movement, 55 control. Dude's awesome. Really great bullpen for the Yankees after looking at it. Uh, pitching wise, their ace is Davey Garcia. Uh, five foot nine, gotta shout that out. Uh, 2024, he started 37 games. Interesting there. He lost 25, which <laughs> pretty rare to see a 20 game loser, nonetheless, a 25 game loser. Fuck, you lose 25 out of 37 starts. Gotta be in a pretty bad team. Um, turned around last year at a 3.85 ERA, 113. Uh, games out of his 32 starts, two-war guy. Should make the jump this year to be potentially a Cy Young contender, um, especially if his Ks go all the way up. Uh, Luis Severino rejoined the starting rotation last year. Ser very serviceable year. Definitely can be a serviceable starter. Um, this year, I think he'll be another one, 4.5 ERA. Uh, maybe like 180 innings pitched. They dumped their wad out to get Dylan Cease, uh, $22 million up to about $30 million per year, age 30 guy. Uh, he did not allow an earned run, I guess, in three innings in the World Baseball Classic. Take of that what you will. But he's been just unbelievable in his years in Chicago. Um, if he can replicate that at all, then a three-headed monster of Davey, Sevy, and Cease is unbelievable. Not even considering that the number four is Pablo Lopez, the American League win leader, the inning, the Chad innings eater of the American League the prior year. Pablo Lopez is fantastic. He's not walking dudes. Is he striking dudes out? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. He could fancy a strikeout every now and then, but he must prefer to not walk somebody. Yeah. Um, he's really good. So it's a really good one through four. And their number five is Alejandro Rosario, who is a young buck, second year doing this. Um, really good, really good pitching core. 
Um, the Yankees are good, guys. <laughs> Hope we all enjoyed that one year where the Yankees sucked. Because um, they're, they're good again. It's good. It's awesome. It's cool to see. Uh, the league needs a, a good Yankees team. Kind of, you know, throwing their fucking their bank around, getting the guys that they want, the guys that they need. Uh, Montreal. Uh, the Expos, the team that's forced Boston to improve continually, so Tyler says. Uh, their team's so cool. Uh, the pitching's just solid. It's one of the teams where, like, there's not really much weakness. Like, none of these guys have, like, super below ratings. Uh, and if they do, then they're, like, a superstar somewhere else. IMO, the most important pitching rating, is stuff, fall by control. None of these guys are really lacking any of those. Glasnow is coming back as their ace. Glasnow is good. Uh, their rotation is Glasnow. Franklin DeCosta, 26, uh, third year starting. Jackson Kowar, Kansas City Royal legend. Taj Bradley. Shout out to Taj Bradley. Shout out to all my Saulers. You guys know about him. Um, Resley Linares. Uh, Dude looks like he's slotting in for his first year of full-time pitching. We'll see how he does. Shane McClanahan coming off a fresh reliever of the year award. Fantastic relief year as a closer for them. Fantastic pitcher. And the bullpen's super, super solid across the board. Uh, one guy will highlight is Corbin Klaus. He could start, could be a swing man, but they do opt to have him as a setup guy. And then Shane Baz, kind of the same situation. He's their long reliever right now. Uh, this will be his third year where he's kind of swung both ways. Be interesting to kind of see how he does. Uh, lineup, um, we have to talk about Wander Franco, who is growing into one of the better players into the league. It's his age 25 season. Uh, his, his seasons look really good. He has a seven, six war season, a seven war season, a six war season. 2025 was a down year with only 3.7 war only, I say, as a shortstop. He's so good. Um, he should be on the short list for MVP if he puts together a year that his ratings say he can. And he should be rivaling Luke Leto as uh, the best overall shortstop in, in the game. Um, center field, they're trotting out Taylor T Trammell. Um, it's an interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. That JPG. Uh, 2024, he had negative 10 zone rating in center field. 2025, he had no plus or minus zone rating. Season-to-season season variance, you know? Be interesting to see what they do. Um, but kind of with their uh, batting and their pitching, it's really similar in which case these guys, like, there's no real set weakness. These guys aren't going to strike out a lot. They're going to take their walks when they can. Um, they're going to get their hits where they can. They're going to steal bases when they can. One through nine, they're a solid, solid team. Uh, their second best hitter is definitely Austin Meadows, who is signed on long-term for $29 million until a player opt-out. His ceiling's five war. He's really good. Um, I think the Expos are one of those teams where me specifically and the way I build my team, it's very opposite where they are very happy to have a lot of these guys that are above average across the board with no true superstar other than Wander. They always overperform what my expectations are. Uh, to give you guys an idea, 2022, 85, 2023, 100, 2024, 91, 2025, 91 wins. These guys are good. They're a really good team. They're going to make the playoffs. Definitely going to snag a wild card spot. Um, but if I just looked at their team, I'd be like, yeah, 90 wins? 
like, 91's going to get you the playoffs in the AL. So, shout out to the Expos. Um, really good team. Uh, let's head on over to the Orioles. Brian, brother. Orioles. Kumar Rocker. It's a starting pitcher for y'all. Y'all are the ace, huh? Uh, Kumar Rocker is their ace. 26 years old now. Going into a few years of data to kind of see how he is. And he's the real deal. He's really good. Um... No, IRL, we're not going to see him for like a whole nother year because something about draft picks and I don't know. CBA is going to get renegotiated. It all doesn't matter yet. Um, he's really good. Um, they're number two, Francisco Crispin. Awesome last name. Um, he's a rookie this year. Could be fantastic. The ratings are there. The top 50 prospect. Uh, Mitch Keller, the former tank commander for a team that is in the other other league. Um really good uh he's got great ratings he definitely can pitch uh it'd be interesting to see if he puts together like a two or year where that era is beneath five in baltimore um i don't know if he will i really don't uh josh james i'm pretty sure this guy's put together a few decent years here and there yeah he's been in boston uh with a 3.5 or less era the past two years hopped on over as a free agent this past season to head on over to Baltimore is a 10-year AAV for two years. It's a pretty good pitching rotation. I'd take that at one through five. I'd be more than happy with that. Uh, bullpen, uh, they are definitely highlighted by their closer. Juan De Los Santos, uh, just an electric arm. Definitely could be a starter or a swingman. It'll be interesting to see if he slots in for the season kind of as a closer and if they're more comfortable with him there. I would not be shocked if that was the thing. Uh, Zach Pop. What more do I have to say? Dude's name is Zach Pop. Come on. You guys, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on. I know at least Brian knows what I'm talking about. Zach Pop. Uh, Rally Polkonen? Rally Polkonen? Yeah, whatever. One of those two. Uh, he's a Rule 5 guy way back in the day. Been on the team ever since. He's above average. I like him. I like that profile. Let's see if he's got that ERA beneath 5. Uh, and then Lee Z Tang. Lee Z Tang is their long reliever. This dude looks like he should suck. Like nothing's really above, off the charts at him. 30 years old. He's a specialist. He's a lefty. Shout out. I'm also a lefty. I don't know. We'll see how he does. The lineup. Uh, boys, what do we think about Adley Rushman, huh? Signed on to be a Royal for, or not a Royal, a Oriole for life until 2030. Uh, Adley's put together quite a sim. <laughs> Adley's a superstar. Dude's hit over 30 home runs, like, three twice in his career. He's gotten really close, the other, like, three or four times. Dude's so, so, so good. He's their cleanup hitter. Uh, they went out a few seasons ago, and they got Ozzy Albies. He put together a pretty good DH here. Dude cannot really field anymore. His range fell off the map in the prior years. If he really had to play the field, he's not even a serviceable first baseman because dude's only 5'8". really want those first basemen to be much taller. Might be able to slot him in a third base, but I don't even know if I want to jinx that, so I think DH might be the right move. This is one of the other big names slotting next to Adley. Um, money positions, we are looking at uh, Eduardo Garcia, who is a fantastic defensive shortstop unbelievable defensive shortstop we're talking about two war defense alone um really really good profile wow 
Brian, have you kept this guy under wraps? Oh my goodness, he's only 23. This is his first or second year as a full-time starter. Goodness gracious, what a profile. Um, center fielder, pretty similar thing. Christian Robinson, fantastic defensively. 75 range and error. Good home run power, 50 contact. Uh, 75 grade center fielder, good speed. This dude have negative, negative war last year. A negative... No, he's above average defender. What happened here? Uh, he should be fantastic. Christian Robinson won a gold glove all the way back in 2023 with Ari with who? With Arizona? Yeah. All the way back with Arizona as a rookie. This guy should be like a premier defensive center fielder. So at least they have the defense in center field and shortstop. They have a few bats sprinkled throughout the lineup. Um But the guy I'm gonna talk about more is Alberto Figuero. Figuero. Figuero, Figuero, yeah, Alberto Figuero, that's him, uh, switch hitting second baseman, just the dream profile that you want for second base, uh, there's still a lot of potential here, even at 25, but if he hits the potential, we're talking about a guy that's 70 contact, 60 power, 65 I, and 70 avoid Ks, and 75 speed, <sighs> Sheesh, that's like a six war, six war build. Um, last year he had about one point six war, uh, almost exactly dead on to seven hundred OPS. Second year, really full time in the bigs, should be one of the highly toted commodities, um, and I hope he I hope he can pull it off. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see how that goes, and kind of see how he does either as their lead up hitter as a top four hitter really. Um, believe that leaves just just one squad um the boston red sox just tyler what the fuck why'd you go and get gavin lux <laughs> bro i'm not gonna talk about anybody else you guys already know who this is corbin carroll victor robles dan bogan who's an independent player who signed with the boston reds you guys know who these guys are they've won like three world series or whatever they're just Ugh, they're such a good team. Tyler's literally put together like the best run I've ever seen in an online league, like ever. Um, interesting things. Uh, Raphael Devers, a career third baseman, slotting over to first base this year. Because um, Arelvis Martinez, one of their former utility guys in the infield, slotting over to their everyday third baseman. Gavin Lux. A former eight-war guy with the Dodgers where he had a run at the Triple Crown. Um, just unreal, goofy video game. You hook, look type numbers. Comes over to Boston. <sighs> what do I say? You guys already know. Andrelton Simmons has like 35 gold gloves. Like, just, just buy a new glove already. Um... Pitching-wise, Noah Syndergaard came off that Tommy John surgery, and he was with Minnesota for a few years, and then Pete was like, nah, he's making too much money. He went to Boston. He's really good. Chris Sale's really good. Cal Quantrill's really good. Bullpen's all really good. Like, I don't know, man. How do you beat this team? <laughs> like... Uh, Tyler looks at the splits too. He understands the game. Um, 
What else do I highlight? What else is on here? Just go to their page and just click around. Oh, here we go. Gus Riddell. Gus Riddell is young. 26. He's a rookie. Let's go, Gus Riddell. Um, Irving Medino. What the? My God. What is this profile? Where do you get these guys? Tyler. This dude's 22. He's really good. He's 70, 70 stuff. 65 control. Three plus plus pitches. He's, he's really good. Um, interesting things. They traded for Kyle Muller. Kyle Muller was in Atlanta every year. He's also good. He's a good good pitcher. It means that they have two 2020 starting pitchers. 20, two 2020 Atlanta Braves starting pitchers, Max Fried and Kyle Muller on the roster. It's, it's, it's cool. I don't know. I guess I'm in. I guess I'm in the grieving or the questioning process of of recovery when it comes to understanding guilt, um, and just understanding that Boston's just this good, guys. Uh, guys, like Willie Adams, what is he doing? Getting like four WAR. Willie Adams is fifty grade everything. <laughs> I don't know. Just just click on the team if you guys find a weakness. That isn't the injury-wrecked John Carlo Stanton that's going to strike out 300 times if he was an everyday player. Former MVP John Carlo Stanton. Would like to highlight that. Um, just let me know if you find what their weakness is. Um, if you're playing in the American League East, I'm sorry you guys have to play the Red Sox. Uh, yeah. Hot take about this division is... Uh, Boston doesn't win 110 games. <laughs> really, really not going out too far on a limb on that one. Um, but no, if I was actually going to make a genuine hot take, it's that Wander Franco wins the MVP. Um, I think Wander Franco wins the MVP in the American League. He's really that good. Uh, picking playoff teams. I don't even want to do this. It's the, it's the league I'm in. Um, picking playoff teams, American League, East, Boston wins the division. I think uh, the Yankees are going to snipe a wild card. I think the, the Expos are going to snipe a wild card. They're going to send three there. F flip a coin. You guys want to throw darts at American League Central teams? That's, that'll be the team that wins it. I think the Central's so wide open. Um, if I was going to go on a limb say that the Twins win the division with the complete retool uh, with like, I don't know, 80 wins if the White Sox like really underperform. Um, then the West, I think uh, the Astros win it and the Rangers catch a wild card. Um, teams that could kind of be sneaky wild card contenders are the Blue Jays, the Athletics. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think the American League really has the talent to really compete with our super teams here. I think that the Red Sox and the Astros are really going to run it this year and next year. It'll be interesting to see kind of come 2028 when a lot of us are coming in out of our rebuilds um, and our guys are really maturing kind of how we can compete with them. Um, and I think uh, we're kind of in for, for, for beating from big brother from those guys like we haven't been for most of the league but you know i'm right there with you guys the royals suck um that's that's all i really gotta say 
American League's way less open, in my opinion. I think we're going to be destined for a Red Sox, Astros, Red Sox, White Sox type series uh, in the playoffs. Um, I would love to be proven wrong about that. So if your team proves me wrong, I'll be the happiest camper, and I will thank you. Um, I'll thank you for something to shake up the American League. Let's see some chaos, huh? Love that. 45 minutes I am for, an hour and 24 minutes. I got to stop doing this. Where did I ramble? Was it individual teams? Should I stop talking about individual pitchers? I don't know. The, I will tell you guys the next the next breakdown is not going to be this long. That's, that's for sure. Um, and I'm hopefully going to have a few guests for the next few. But, boys, this has been fun. Have a wonderful, wonderful night. Happy opening day. And here's hoping that the White Sox in the American League Central do not go 4-0. Uh, here's hoping me and Chad split the series. Here's hoping that nobody gets season-long hurt. And most importantly of all, I hope Mike Olson hits five home runs. Uh, this is Commissioner Drew Lamp signing off. Have a great night, everybody.